Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. It is good to have you here. As a reminder in our series on God and our culture, we are on our second topic of evolution, and we have defined evolution as change over time. We are examining biological evolution. There are other types of evolution which we have covered. And we are applying this word evolution specifically to a false understanding of how human life began on this earth, the origins of human life. The main point we want to bear down on is that according to biological evolution, life came from non-life. But according to God in the Bible, life comes from life. Evolution says that life comes from non-life. The Bible says life comes from life. And soon I want to get us into the Bible and the foundational book of Genesis so we can unpack this truth. But at the end last time, we were talking about some practical ways in which evolutionary thinking has been used to justify some horrific things in the past and present. I think this is important to do so you can continue to get a sense for why we should talk about evolution. I had time to mention two. Those were Nazism and racism. If you missed that and want to hear it, just go to GodIsMinistry.org and listen to the podcast. That's GodIsMinistry.org and listen to the podcast found right at the center of the homepage. I want to mention one more, and that is how much human life gets devalued when people buy into biological evolution. Evolution devalues human life. Think about it. When we are repeatedly taught and then accept that we are the descendants of animals, that we have evolved from apes, this has to have a negative effect on how we view ourselves and others. And it does. Let me give you a couple of examples. Abortion. If the child developing in the mother's womb is really just in a stage of the evolutionary process, then why can't that child be gotten rid of? After all, we kill animals that we do not want or cannot care for. So, kill a cat, kill a kid. What's the big deal? What does it matter? Let me quote author Ken Ham from his book, The Lie. As people accepted the idea that the child developing in a mother's womb was just an animal reflecting its evolutionary ancestry, there was less and less problem with destroying it. As evolutionary ideas became more accepted, it became easier to accept abortion. In fact, I had a lady in the United States tell me about an abortion clinic that took women aside to explain to them that what is being aborted is simply an embryo in the fish stage of evolution and that the embryo must not be thought of as human. These women are being fed outright lies. Close quote. Indeed, abortion comes as a result of the persuasive argument of biological evolution in our society. 
And let me just say this here. You may be listening to me as a woman who has had an abortion. Plagued with guilt, you may wonder if God will forgive you for taking the human life growing inside you. Well, the answer is yes. God forgives the sin of abortion, just as God forgives every sin when we confess it to him. Jesus Christ died for our sins. God is the God of forgiveness. So I urge you to confess your sins to Jesus and invite him to forgive you. He will set you free of any and all guilt you feel. This is the only way to be truly forgiven. Please take this path and herein find Christ the Savior for sin. Christ who says, I am the way and the truth and the life. I do not want anyone to think you are beyond the saving grace of our Lord. Another example of the devaluing of human life is all the violence we have in our culture. Frankly, some people are acting like we are a bunch of animals in the way they slaughter one another with savage acts of brutality taking place all across the country. And this is true in other parts of the world as well. Recently in Hong Kong, a city I am very familiar with, there have been a slew of people getting knifed and many cut down to death on the streets. And why not if we are really just descendants of animals? After all, it is the survival of the fittest. So we have people fighting one another to their deaths. In America, this happens with guns and knives, as well as other weapons. Third, we have an epidemic of low self-esteem, self-image, resulting in suicide among our young people. It is an understatement to say this is tragic. It's beyond tragic, and my heart bleeds for parents and other loved ones of children who take their own lives. We have to remember that our kids are being taught that we are all just really apes. What do we honestly think is going to happen as a result of this false teaching being pummeled into these young people's minds in their education? You young man and you young woman are not animals. You are not descendants of animals. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the very image of God himself. You have dignity and value because of who made you. This is the truth. But this is being kept from our kids and the results are brutal. Some will say I am overreacting, but am I? Think about it. I firmly believe that what people believe about where they come from definitely affects their view of themselves and others. Reject God, reject human beings made in the image of God, and you have a recipe for disaster in practice. And that is what we are seeing. Sadly, we have reaped what evolution has sown. Every person needs to know the Creator, especially our children. Every person needs to understand the truth about their human origin, especially our children. 
And it is our responsibility to teach them because the schools and even many churches sure are not going to do it. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Write to me and tell me. Are you looking for resources that will help you combat what your children are learning all week in school? Do you need help? Write to me and ask. I will point you in the right direction. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org and God is P.O. Box 802, Winchester, Massachusetts, 01890. And these addresses are repeated later, so keep listening and do write to me today. Often privately, and of course by telling you this now publicly, I refer to evolution as evolution. I do so because we see the practical ramifications of what is often called this theory. We see how destructive evolution is. It is evil. Evolution. Because it is an invention of the evil one, Satan. He's a crafty devil. His worst nightmare is for people to accept that God is the creator and that God has made every man and woman in the image of God, and therefore people will give thanks to the Creator, love and serve Him all the days of their lives, and that we will treat one another with dignity and respect because we are each image-bearers of our God-King. So, how best to destroy Satan's enemy, God? Make people believe in the, and I am using air quotes, the scientific view of evolution. And Satan has been very successful with this. And let's see this for what it is, an attack on the Word of God. This is consistently how the evil one operates. He causes people to doubt and then deny the Word of God. As he said to Eve in the Garden in Eden, Has God said... If you know the true story, then you will remember that God clearly told Adam and Eve not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They were free to eat of all the other trees, which were many in that lush garden, more like an orchard. But eating of that one tree, they were forbidden. But when confronted by the serpent, Eve bought into the doubt that Satan presented to her. She ate and then gave to her husband and he ate. And suddenly, what God promised came true, death. Come with me, if you would, to the very same book of the Bible, Genesis, and listen as I read Genesis 1, verses 24 through 27. I'm reading in the first chapter of Genesis, verses 24 through 27. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures after their kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after their kind, and it was so. God made the beasts of the earth after their kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creeps on the ground after its kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. 
In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Next time, we will explore the difference between how God created animals and how God created men and women. Join us then, because God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.